0: You're with SBS Radio. So now in a, in a podcast on SBS, we are uh, lucky and uh, yeah, lucky to have a, a chat with Danny Valent, How are you, Danny? Yeah.
1: I'm so happy to be here with you, Christoph. Great to chat to you again.
0: So last time you and I, we we spoke, uh, I think we spoke about the thermomix and uh, food and the entertainment uh, uh, industry. Um, You're very prominent in that that scene, but today we're going to talk about something else. Uh, You have started something around giving bikes for people in need, people with visa, people that are refugees. Uh, Explain to us exactly how it works.
1: Sure. So I guess all through this pandemic, I've had a bit of a focus on temporary visa holders who are here in Australia. And, you know, as you mentioned, I do a lot of work in the food industry as a food writer. And it was really clear to me at the beginning of the pandemic that the temporary visa holders who are crucial to the hospitality industry, I mean, every restaurant in Australia has somebody working in it that's, you know, maybe they're an international student, perhaps they're a sponsored worker, maybe they're on a working holiday visa. These people are crucial to our industry. Industry and they were really left out by the government uh through the pandemic they weren't given the support that Australian citizens uh, um, have been given um so I wanted to do something to help these people it just seemed crazy that people you know in a rich country like Australia would be left out in the cold through such a crisis as a pandemic so I started um an area on my website where i gathered information for these people, whether it was, you know, around visas, around um, how to get uh, assistance, just around the information. It's so, it was just a, such a flood of information for people to deal with. And of course, for many of these people, English isn't their first language. They might not know where to look. Um... So, I did that. I also started a mailing list for people on temporary visas, and in that, I also disseminated information, but also support. Um, I wrote news stories about these people I featured them on my podcast i just I suppose it was it was partly about trying to help them, but also just bringing light to their situation. Um, and the other thing that I did in association with Chef Ben Shuri from Attica Restaurant was we started a soup project. So every Wednesday we would make soup and every Thursday we would give it out. And over the months of um, you know, Melbourne's two lockdowns, what we were able to support people with grew a lot. Um, in we, At first, we just started giving them soup and bread and then it, it expanded. We got, started giving them groceries. Sometimes we had a donation and gave them Mikey cards, all kinds of things. Um, But what also became apparent to me through this pandemic, and just through getting to make friends with a lot of these people and chatting to them every week was that a bicycle in their life would be a big improvement as well. And I thought... There are so many bikes out there, you know, sitting in people's garages or, you know, someone got a new bike, the old bike is still sitting there. I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could match up some of these bikes and get them to these people, whether they wanted to use them because, you know, that they perhaps had the opportunity of finding a job eventually and a bike would be a great way to get there or whether they just wanted to ride around for fun because, you know, bikes are just so so fun uh (laughs) so i started my little project which uh which in my own mind i call bikes for happiness and uh yeah started trying to to get bikes to some of my community of visa holders
0: so how does that work technically Uh, how do you get from a bike gathering gathering dust in uh, someone's garage onto the hands of someone that needs one to go to a temporary job or to, to go to just vacate to what uh, the, the daily business is? How, do, how does that work
1: in terms of this? <laughs> well, Christoph, I really don't want you to get the idea that it's some kind of fancy operation like, you know, I don't know. How it happens is I've got a, a Google Doc, so just a, just a document on my computer and on it is bikes that people have said they'll donate I've got a couple of people who are able to fix up bikes and then I've got a few people that can transport bikes because re- during Melbourne we had this long period where we were very restricted in our movements and uh, so it was you know often to get a bike seven kilometers involved a couple of people because each person could only go five um, and then yeah I've got a list of people who want bikes so uh, it works mostly through social media and through this list this email list that I've got so I've got an email list of about 1100 Visa holders who are mostly in Melbourne where I am. And I have to say, I'm only doing this in Melbourne. I don't have the Mm. bandwidth to try to do it nationally. And it's very ad hoc and it's quite slow and it's not that well organized. But in the end, things do happen. Uh, People offer bikes, uh, people collect them, take them to the person who's going to fix them, that person fixes them. And then uh, the, the visa holder either comes and gets it or the person takes it to them. And you know, it's so funny because it's happening, but I have not touched a bike myself. So I'm running this um, project, but I don't, what, I, what I'm really doing is connecting people and connecting people who, who want to help with people that can be really quite simply helped by, you know, the simple and beautiful act of getting a free bike.
0: Yeah. And, and it's sort of also, which is, I think is interesting, and this is why we're talking about uh, about it today, Is it really focuses on how a bike can actually be an essential element for many. And not just... An entertainment element, not just an element of sport, but for many, it's actually a very simple way to move around. And some people don't necessarily have access to this.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, there was one girl who was living in the northern suburbs. This is just as we started coming out of lockdown, and she had the opportunity um, to work at a bottle shop, but she just couldn't get there. And you know, it, she didn't have money for public transport, and public transport isn't always that accessible or that convenient. You know, that really gets you where you need to go. And for her, getting a bike was the difference between her being employed and being unemployed so it was you know very satisfying to be able to get her a bike so that she could take on this job um so yeah it's really really great and I've I've had other people had little someone donated a little bit of money and we were able to so I'm able to get make sure people have got locks and helmets as well Um, I've just had someone also come on board who's donating a bit of bike coaching so just um yeah giving people a, advice on how to ride safely around Melbourne so it's a, it's a really beautiful community effort and I'm just the sort of you know linking up these these little chains.
0: Do, do, have you seen some of, uh, of of your two worlds colliding between you know the bikes and uh, what you're trying to do now and the food industry via all those delivery systems people have now got a bike and then maybe they're able to do a bit of delivery as well and finding new ways of revenues?
1: Yeah, I don't know of anyone who specifically got a bike and then is, you know, doing food delivery, but it definitely – it's, it's a big issue, you know. A lot of these, when I'm talking specifically about riding and sa- riding safely, I do feel very concerned when you see some of these, you know, um, internationals who perhaps aren't used to riding around next to trams or whatever it is and they're wobbling around with their massive, um, you know, delivery backpacks on. Uh, there have been, you know, a number of um temporary visa holders who've actually been uh killed and i'm sure others have been injured while doing food deliveries through the pandemic so it's something that's really on my mind um i really i'm so happy to get bikes to people but i really want them to ride safely as well
0: yeah enhance the the, the bike coaching as well which exactly is very
1: yeah how
0: how how big do you want this to grow <laughs>
1: uh, I think it's it's pretty grassroots i mean I think it is it's a really nice way to connect people, and I think one thing we've probably all noticed through this pandemic is that people are basically very kind and very good, and it's a pleasure to give them an opportunity to exercise that part of themselves so I'll definitely keep going with it um but it is pretty grassroots and pretty ad hoc and uh i'm i'm quite content for it to just go along slowly and um yeah every bike that gets um passed on to somebody is a you know a little blast of of happiness for me and hopefully for them as well
0: so we're not necessarily doing a call out of all the people here listening to this podcast that have bikes in their shed
1: Uh, honestly i'm happy to put them on the list and yeah slowly slowly um yeah hopefully we'll we'll get to you but i would love some bikes to give away that would be brilliant
0: there go. So how do we contact you?
1: Uh, you can contact me, uh, hello at dannyvalent.com. So it's D-A-N-I-V-A-L-E-N-T.com. And just put subject line bikes and um, I'll get to it. Thank you, Danny. Thanks, Christoph.
0: You're with SBS Radio.